the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. There's an incredibly important Senate race happening in Pennsylvania against a very, very dangerous person, against John Fetterman. Dr. Oz is running as the Republican in Pennsylvania, and he joins us right now. Dr. Oz, welcome to the program. It's good to be with you. Thanks for all you're doing. You bet. Thank you. So tell us about yourself. You're running one of the most critical Senate races right now in America against, as I said, one of the most dangerous people. We'll get into Fetterman in a second. But tell us about yourself and why you're running for office. Charlie, my father was an immigrant. He grew up on a dirt floor and he knew the only way out of that farming community was to get an education. So that's what he got, a scholarship. At the time, the United States government was very wisely looking for top graduates, in his case, from medical school. And they recruited him to come to this country. And when he landed on these shores, he thought, this is unbelievable. This, the American dream is real and uniquely real in the United States. So, you know, if he worked hard, if he served his fellow American, if he served America, he would become an American. And that's the American dream that I grew up believing as well, which is why every single day of my life, I worked as hard as I can. I thought it was an obligation, but also a gift from this great country. And I'm running in part to make sure that that American dream stays untarnished as it's passed from generation to generation. But you and I both notice, and many listeners as well, and I am optimistic, as you highlight. Keep your head up because there's so much good going out there and so much awakening that's happening. But there are members of the radical left fringe of the, of the Democratic Party, it's not even most Democrats, who don't believe in the American dream. And they have waged an all-out war on the fundamental assumptions that I always thought were, were the common beliefs of most Americans. And that's the big battle that we're waging. And the poster child for a lot of that far-left yes. radical thinking is my opponent in this race, John Fetterman. And we'll get to him in a second. Yeah, I mean, F- Fetterman is so... He's he's such a fake and it's so insulting, you know, something that strikes me and I want to compliment you for this is, you know, when you go to central Pennsylvania, you know, you dress like a surgeon because you are who you are. This guy is a phony. He's a trust fund baby and he is a radical dressing in shorts and a sweatshirt and a hoodie. Like, who do you think you are exactly acting as if he just got off working in a steel mill when in reality he has no connection at all? to the people in central Pennsylvania, and he wants to release a third of all criminals onto the streets. In fact, I think we have a piece of tape here I want to play here of Fetterman saying that. Um, let me see if I can find the tape here, if we could dig it up. Fetterman saying, cut play 41. Play cut 41, we'll get your reaction, Dr. Oz. My hope is there's a political will to abolish death by incarceration for second-degree murder. Uh, here in Pennsylvania, because it's a tragedy. And yeah. and um, that, that, that's my hope. That's a tragedy. What planet is he living on? You know, he was asked if you could wave a wand and get whatever you wanted for the, for the people of Pennsylvania and for the country, what would you wish? And he wanted to get rid of life imprisonment. <laughs> I'm thinking there's a lot of big problems out there. If I could fix any one thing, that would not be top of mind for me because 
Uh, it highlights what John Fetterman continues to, to portray, which he cares more of, about the criminals than the innocent. We have the highest, highest murder rates of, of our history in Philadelphia. And John Fetterman is making comments that you just heard, wants to release one third of all prisoners. He's actually argued with other parole board members over releasing convicted murderers who were in life for prison for a, a reason that the judge and the jury at the time thought was appropriate. And when he gets them out, he's celebrating, he hired a couple under his campaign staff. And I made the argument that I want my campaign staff to reflect the people and values of Pennsylvania. I don't think that's middle of the road. And those kinds of positions bother not just folks living in the the city of Philadelphia, but the suburban areas, people wondering what's going on here. What about us? What about law abiding citizens? And it highlights a bigger issue, which is John Fetterman thinks he's above other people and above the law. That's why he takes draconian positions. But he doesn't enforce them for himself. I want everyone in our national audience to understand John Fetterman is more dangerous than Bernie Sanders. He is a caricature that is right out of Hollywood. And they, th- they think so low of the average Pennsylvanian. They think that if you just kind of dress as if you're some sort of middle American guy, he has no, like the tattoos and the shorts, it's all a fraud. So, Dr. Oz, we need to get the MAGA base unified and consolidated. And I say on this program quite often that I think Republicans at times go to D.C. and do one thing after saying another. The base is very upset kind of broadly with that kind of pattern of behavior. So many politicians talk a good game and then they just turn around. What can can you speak to that for a little bit and give confidence to especially Trump voters in Pennsylvania that you'll be a strong vote in the U.S. Senate? Charlie, thank you for all along at least hearing my perspectives and giving me some really helpful advice along these lines. Let's just go back to my motivation. I had a talk show. I'm a heart surgeon. I had a great life, Charlie. I mean, the reason I'm running for the United States Senate is because I'm so upset, so concerned over the fate of our nation. And I articulated very clearly, and I have done it every single day of our campaign, why I'm running to protect our American family values, to make sure that our kids are play, play, you know, where they need to be, both in educational values, but also the content that they're learning. I have strong sentiments about the need for us to have safe city streets. That's why the Paternal Order of Police have endorsed me. I've expressed my positions on Second Amendment. I mean, good on the list. These are not issues that I wandered into. I've thought about them deeply my entire life. I've worked on them. Like most people, you, know, you improve yourself as you go along. There is no point in me giving up the life that I had to run for office, to go to Washington, just so I can go along to get along. I'm going there to make sure that the issues that I feel passionately about, my whole family as well as does, are going to be addressed and that our Pennsylvania values are reflected in Washington. And in, I've already told everybody, there's no way I'm serving more than two terms. I'll, I'll you know, term limit myself. My wife might be a one and done person. We'll find out. Uh, I've even turned back my salary. I don't want to get paid. I want to go to Washington and repay a debt that my family has. I've done very well in life. I feel blessed by this nation. But if it wasn't for the fertile soil of America, the seeds of our family would never have been able to take root. And I'm going to make sure that we pay back that debt plus some to make sure our country is well taken care of. I don't owe anything to anybody. You know, I, I can't be bought. I fought some big battles, Charlie, as you know. I've taken on big pharma, big tech, big agrochemical companies, taken on the U.S. government. I've got scars to prove it. I got bashed around on my show because I took strong stances for what I thought was important. And I'm not changing now just because I'm going to Washington. Repay a debt your family owes. That's well said. So, so Dr. Oz, I want to clear up one piece of confusion here. And this is something that I've talked to you about. And it's just in the spirit of trying to get people clarity 
which is your position on medical procedures for children um, using medical mutilation, more specifically with trans kids. Let's put this issue to rest. What is your position on this topic? I'm not in favor of minors having these procedures. Uh, on my show, which was, as you know, a network television show, for 13 years, the top show in the world on health, you have to have people from all different perspectives come on. But just because a guest talks about a topic doesn't mean that I agree with their position. Mm-hmm. My job is to give voice, which is what I did. But I've been pretty clear on this issue, and I've been strongly supportive of using science to drive our decisions, not yes. the perversion of science, not the weaponization of science, but actually what does it say to us what does it advise for us to do? In the case of transgender issues, it's, you know, it's, it's very much, I believe, supportive of not telling five-year-olds That's about exactly complicated right. topics. Because yes. why teach algebra to a five-year-old? They're not going to get it. I have similar f- feelings about energy policy, where we have literally told people the Green New Deal is based on science, when it's not. If you actually look at this, the details of it, there's zero chance they can achieve what they set out to do in the Green New Deal. And they definitely can't do it in the timeline uh, allowed it. And... Just one step further, the only way to get close to it right now is to sell America to China, which we're not doing. So let's fix our problems. Let's address the opportunities we have because we've got so much natural gas in Pennsylvania, for example. I can supply the whole country for 200 years. Let's use clean sources of energy while we build up those green sources. And that's, I think, the path forward. It's not one that's harmful to the environment, quite the opposite. If you look at what's happening in California, you get a better perspective. And I'll leave you one last example, COVID. That really got me upset because as a physician... I knew this area well. I, I recognized that we were being lied to. Literally told, for example, that our kids should be sent home from schools because it's too dangerous to open the schools. But other countries kept their schools open. They didn't seem to have a problem. Exactly they loved their right. kids. So these are examples where we have taken science, manipulated it, weaponized it, and hurt the American people. We have to stop that. And as Republicans, we have to engage because the most, to me anyway, clarifying vision of the Republican Party was given to me by my father when I was a young boy. I asked him, are we Republicans or Democrats? So he's an immigrant, so he didn't have a party. And he said, we're going to be Republicans. So I said, why? He said, because Republicans have better ideas. Let's be the party of better ideas. That's right. The Senate will go the way of the Pennsylvania Senate race. The race is tightening. John Fetterman is raising money like crazy. Let's play a piece of tape here, and then we'll get Dr. Oz's response. Play cut 71. We have a catastrophic bottleneck in our prisons of over 5,000 men and women condemned to die in prison. And many of them, I believe, personally, are deserving of a second chance. Dr. Oz, your response. My problem is when you say draconian things like, I'm going to get a third of the prisoners out, uh, or I, I don't want to have life sentences anymore for convicted murders. You're taking a lot of largesse. You're, you're, you're claiming a lot of power that should be left to juries and judges. That's why they put these people in jail. I mean, one person that he's released was called the son of the devil. He accused um, you know, some of his people, the, the folks who testify against him, of being uh, liars and then said he was going to kill them. I mean, this is not a kind of person you let back out again. He actually said he killed other people besides the person he was convicted of. Now, the problem with John Fetterman is he doesn't deal with the ramifications of these cool statements he makes. He tweets them out, 140 characters, and then he can't stand by and defend them, which is the reason why he's ducking the debates. Now, he might, because he claims he's healthy, might just be wisely you know, staying away from me because he knows I'm going to ask you tough questions um, because that's what we do in campaigns. But he also just might be sick, in which case he's been lying about that. Either way, it's not democratic 
to avoid answering all questions. And I'm going to make this clear for all listeners out there because you've got a big national audience. This man has not answered a question on the campaign trail. He hasn't campaigned much, by the way. He's maybe spoken less than half an hour total the entire time since we've been in a general election, which has been a couple months. But he has not answered a single question from a voter. He's not answered a question from the press on the campaign trail. He's not answered a question from me. All he does is bark out little you know, comments, trolling comments that have no benefit to the people of Pennsylvania. I keep asking him, defend those comments about the crime. Defend your comments about why you want to legalize all drugs. While we are in the middle of a fentanyl crisis, with Philadelphia being the hotspot, we have the biggest open-air drug market in the country, and he wants to legalize all drugs, open the border, and let fentanyl cross. I mean, please, how does that work? And it expands beyond crime and lawlessness. And the reason that the Fraternal Order of Police endorsed me unanimously was because he's been so toxic on these issues. He undermines police at every level. Besides being rude personally to them, uh, he has been uh, overwhelmingly against them on every issue. When the cops run towards a crisis, he blames them no matter what happens. Not surprisingly, the cops stop running towards the crisis after a while because no one's enforcing the law. Mm -hmm. So talk just for a second here as as our time comes to an end here, doctor. Kind of the the race as he's not campaigning, he's not debating, he's raising tons of money though, and you're being outspent, but the polls are tightening. Talk about the national implications of this race. You will protect the filibuster, you're gonna open up fracking and natural gas, you're gonna you're obviously a huge no on Green New Deal, you'll vote for good judges, you'll do oversight of the IRS. Doctor, yes, what yes, is, what is yes, the, yes, 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 yeah, and I know that because we've talked about <laughs> those things. But talk about how Fetterman is the is the polar opposite. He'll expand the IRS, Green New Deal. He'll get rid of the filibuster. You know, he'll it, it's beyond catastrophic. But he's raising tons of money. He's kind of become the darling of Act Blue. Talk about that, Doctor Oz. Well, first, if you're as upset as everybody should be about the fact that the Democratic Party is trying to buy a Senate seat in Pennsylvania, please go to DrRoz.com and support us. Uh, we not only have pulled much tighter in the polls, we're going to win this race. The momentum is unquestionably in our favor. We even have liberal media attacking him from hiding, from dodging, from ducking from the debate issue because he can't defend his positions. Even on taxes, where he is argued to, in, to increase massively the taxes on the middle-class working person. He personally, 67 times, didn't pay his taxes. And is, you know, now he's trying to excuse it. He said, oh, it slipped through the cracks. The issue for the Democratic Party is they're trying to manufacture a candidate. They know he's a fraud. They don't like him. They didn't want him to be their candidate. They're shocked that he won the primary. But they're trying to protect him because he doesn't go out in the campaign trail. He can't defend his actions. And he's a bad candidate. So they're going to, and they have been, it's like selling cereal box. You know, they're just creating this fictional character they're saying is a the perfect Democratic candidate. But to your point, he's the darling of the left media. So they protect him at every turn. And when I attack him, they try to respond for him. That doesn't work in democracy. Yeah, well, the people of Pennsylvania are too smart for that. That's right. Just keep the pressure on. This has become a national race. I just want to reiterate this for our audience. If Fetterman wins, you're going to have a much taller Bernie Sanders and he'll be senator for as long. He's not going to serve a day. He's a spoiled, rich brat. And Dr. Oz is putting the pressure on him. It's a very important Pennsylvania race. Dr. Oz, keep campaigning hard. We're behind you. And keep the pressure on Thanks, John Thanks, my Fetterman. friend. God bless you for the support. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. 
If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.